Drink more water till you've got clear ways. Drink more water till you've got clear ways. Rolly, how come you're singing and how come you're happy and how come your body's healthy, fit and strong? Well, everybody can be healthy, fit and strong if we choose to, can't we? And if we're hydrated, could it help? So if you are drinking enough fluid, it doesn't have to be water, but if you're getting enough fluid and you are doing long clear wheeze on a regular basis, is it possible that you'll be flushing all the rubbish out of your body? Is it more likely that things will be working more effectively and your brain cells will be hydrated and your muscle cells and all the other cells in your body will be hydrated so you feel good? Now, the next question I've got, though, is uh, there's a couple of things in life that you just can't put off. And I think that breathing's one of those. If you don't breathe, you die. So obviously, it's really important to breathe. And if we're not breathing, we tend not to think about anything else. We're just trying desperately to get oxygen. But the other one I think that's really important is when we need to use this stuff. When you, when you really have to poo, when you have to do a number two, how long can you put that off for? And... It's interesting because what's pooing got to do with being happy? And I just love talking about poo for this reason. Is it possible that poo is rubbish, junk, stuff that we don't want in our body? And if it's coming out on a regular basis, so if you've got a fast gastrointestinal transit time, doesn't that sound technical? So the time it takes food from go to go to your mouth to your bum, and that's short, is it possible that any junk that's in your body will be coming out quickly? The reverse of that, if what you put in your mouth takes a really long time to come out, is it possible that it, the junk is going to stay inside your body and you could get a tummy ache, you could feel bloated, uh, you could feel fat uh, and things just aren't working properly so could it be a really good idea to have long clear wheeze and do number twos <laughs> and I'm talking about this because as an exercise professional if we really want to help people to get healthy fit and strong how do we find out at the start how healthy fit and strong somebody is so we could take a resting heart rate which would technically tell us how fit they are we could give them a uh, huffy puffy test so get them to exercise really hard to maximum capacity and see how long it takes them to recover that would tell us how fit they are we could get them to lift something and obviously if they can lift something heavy it means they're pretty strong uh, but how about this how often do you do number ones how often do you tinkle and do you have long clear wheeze because if I just do lots of little wheeze and they're bright yellow, is it possible that I'm dehydrated and my, my clean-out system's not working very well? And if my clean-out system's not working very well, what might be happening inside my body? It means I've got dirty stuff staying in there. The other really important question I've never missed asking every single one of my clients is how often do you do number twos? And my coolest story uh, was a young man who kind of looked at me a bit funny and he said, well... Sundays. I said, share that with me. And he said, yes, on Sundays, I go into the bathroom with the newspaper, I sit on the toilet, and I hope that something comes out. So for me, that's kind of been the most extreme experience of or, or example I can share with you. Interestingly, when we got him really fit and when we got him really strong and when we got him eating some stuff that might move the... the uh, the food through his body more effectively, and some people would call that fiber. I like to call it brooms. If you eat some brooms that sweep the SHIT out of your body, then you might be doing number twos on a regular basis. And the people that study that stuff, the bowel and colon cancer guys, 
Uh, they would love us to be doing number twos one, if not two times a day, and not only doing them, but they need to slide out easily. I'm going to say that again. Number twos that slide out easily. Because if you are pushing and pressing and it's too hard and it's not coming out, then obviously there's something that's clogged up in there and it's not working effectively. So what a great way to find out really quickly, and I'm not sure if this is uh, the, the best questions to ask women, because women tend to be a little bit embarrassed about weeing and pooing and farting and all of that stuff. But if you talk to blokes about this stuff or you ask the right questions, what I found as an, as an exercise professional, it's broken down some barriers really quickly. So I, if I talk to guys about farting and pooing and I don't get embarrassed about it, we just kind of have a bit of a, a, bit of a giggle, and I'll give you a really cool story. One of my clients, a male client one day, he was exercising with me. I was his personal exercise coach. And he let out the loudest fart, like a really loud one. And we're in the middle of the gym. And he kind of looked at me and his face started to go red. And I just said, mate, that was impressive. Can you do it again? And I'm sharing that with you because obviously communication is a really important part of building relationships with people. And if people feel comfortable with you, uh, is it more likely that they're going to trust you and they want to want to invest time with you? So if I can get people hydrated and I'm not uncomfortable about asking how often do you tinkle, how long are they, and what color are they, and get excited. Uh, one of my favorite stories, uh, I was in a supermarket on the Gold Coast. Uh, a man comes up to me. I'd never met him before. I was just doing my thing in the supermarket. And he says, I've got long, clear ways because of you. And I thought, wow, that's a very cool way to start a conversation with somebody that you don't know. So I said, tell me about that. And he said, you came to my son's school and talked about the importance of long, clear ways. Uh, my son came home and said to everybody in the household, we're going to all have long, clear wees. We're going to have a gold star chart. Every time you have a long, clear wee, you get to put a gold star on the chart. And here's daddy in the supermarket. He goes, I'm winning. <laughs> and I said, tell me about that. And he said, since I've been hydrated, since I've been doing long, clear wees, I don't get headaches anymore. I don't feel bloated. I've got more energy. I'm a better accountant because that's what he was. I'm a better footy coach because that's what he was. I feel like I'm a better father. I just feel better because I'm hydrated. So one of the technical parts of this stuff, though, the water thing, is uh, how much should I drink? And uh, I don't want to get into any argument. I just want to make it as simple as possible, particularly for our kids. And if our kids can send the message to their parents, then maybe we might actually make a difference. And I'll put another spin on that. Uh, we can live without exercise. We can live a fairly long time without food, but we can't live without water. I'm going to keep sharing that. It's really important. Now, we don't have to get it from a bottle of water, and we don't have to get it from water or fluid. We can get a lot of or in fact, most of the fluid that we get comes from our food. So how much do we need? And that's why it's complicated because I could say you need to drink two liters, and some people do. You have to drink two liters of fluid every day. Uh, some people say eight glasses. My question is always, what size glasses? What if I only have a little glass or I have one of these glasses? What difference, you know, what, what is eight glasses? And then what about the person's body size? What if somebody's 200 kilos and seven foot tall versus somebody that's 50 kilos and, and five foot tall? Surely their water uh, requirements or their fluid requirements are going to be different. And or the little person might be really active and they need lots of fluid and the big person doesn't do very much or they don't use very much. So what is it? 
And for me, the simplest thing is let's check out Tinkle. And if you if you are weeing on a regular basis, and the really cool thing is, it seems that once you get hydrated, once your body's got enough fluid, you tend just to do one or two really big long tinkles every day, and they're clear. Uh, if you are dehydrated, you tend to do lots of little ones and they tend to be yellow in color. So that's pretty interesting. And that's one of those ways of finding out how healthy somebody is. So how often do you tinkle? What color is it? And how much do you do? And regardless of what the person shares with you, just, okay, well, uh, let's work on, uh, would it be really awesome if when you tinkled and you had a look, it was clear? Because that could mean that you're hydrated. So that covers off the water one. What about these things? What about farting and what about pooing? And there's lots of questions about why we do why we do both of those, but here's a great question. Could it be better out than in? If you don't fart, if you try and hold in air out of your bum, is it possible that it could cause some challenges? Could you feel bloated? Could you feel uncomfortable? Now, I'm not uh, suggesting that in in public or at a beautiful dinner party or on the first date with your, with your uh, potential new partner that you were to pass wind loudly at the table. But uh, trying to hold uh, hot air in your bum rather than letting it out is probably not a good idea. And one of the really cool things, uh, and this seems to be a difference between men and women, I know that I'm being general, but when you've got a bunch of blokes together, they tend to fart a lot. It's okay because blokes fart. But when you put a woman in the mix, it's like, well, I have to, you know, well, women don't fart. And we know that's not true. And is it important to do it? Yes. Are there some foods that create more farting? Yes. And if you don't want to fart as often, perhaps avoid those foods. And it seems that legumes, uh, products that have a, a, a husk or a shell around the outside, tend to cause a, a fair bit more farting. One of the other really cool things when we move on to pooing, uh, why do we have smelly poo? Why is it hard to come out? Why do we have sloppy poos? All of those lovely d discussions that most women don't want to have. But here's a really important question. Uh, do we need to poo? And uh, the answer to that from the bowel and colon cancer specialists, they will share with us, if you don't poo, you die. So I'm going to share it again. If you don't drink water, you could die. And if you don't poo, you could die. So here's some things to check for. Uh, number one is the gastrointestinal transit time. How long does it take for food to go from your mouth to your bum and come out? You want to test that every so often. And usually those foods are corn, beetroot or licorice. And you might have one of your own and I can't wait to find out what it is. But if you eat some corn or you eat some beetroot or if you eat some licorice and then the next time you do a number two, you have a look, it should have come out. That means fast gastrointestinal transit time. Uh, if you ate some corn and then five days later it comes out or if you have some licorice and seven days later it comes out, like my mate who used to poo on Sundays or hoped to poo on Sundays, a bit hard to call it sparkle day when you're hoping to poo. Uh, this is not good. This is a very slow gastrointestinal transit time, and I'm not I'm not the expert in the bowel and colon cancer uh, area, but those guys, those oncologists, will share with us that that is a very that's a very uh, dangerous sign of what could happen to your bowel and and your colon and all those interesting parts of the body where we really need to be moving stuff quickly out of your body. So have a check of your gastrointestinal transit time. Uh, every poo you do, you want it to slide out easily. And the next thing that's really important is to have a look at the toilet when you do a number two. 
Uh, does it sink to the bottom? Does it float on the top or is it kind of a submarine in the middle? And the experts suggest that the submarine poos are the best ones. The fluffy floaties usually mean that you've got too much fiber. And a classic example of that is if you eat a lot of these, bacon beans or legumes and or fruit. So if it's around summertime and you're eating lots of stone fruit, you have four, five, six, ten pieces of stone fruit, you may end up in the bathroom with some fluffy floaties. And then the next step up from that, of course, is that lovely word called diarrhea, which of course is not very nice. But what a great sign to say, hey, I need to, there's something not working well inside my bowel, there's something not working well inside my my hoses that go through my body, I need to do something about my eating. My current eating plan needs a bit of a fix up because I've got these um, fluffy floaties in the uh, top of the toilet. We don't want sinky stinkies either because uh, that means whatever we're eating, it's, it's really heavy and it's a good, good thing to take note uh, when you go to your GP, if you, if you go for a regular checkup, uh, to let them know. If they don't ask you, perhaps let them know. Yes, I'm normally doing stinky stinkies. My poos are, stinking, are sitting at the bottom of the, of the toilet. What you really want is those submarines where they're, it's held together nicely. It's not too heavy. It's not too fluffy. And why can I keep a straight face for all of this? Because I want to be healthy and happy. And when you're hydrated and when you're pooing on a regular basis, you just feel good. <laughs> one of those things you have to do. You cannot hang on to a poo. It's one of those things that, like oxygen, if you're lacking in oxygen, you have to breathe. If you've got to go for a poo, you've got to go. You just you have to go. There's no no waiting for it. Even a wee you can hang on to, but a poo you've got to go. And what a great opportunity to say, okay, what color is it? Where did it go? Did it slide out easily? And if it did, you give yourself a big poo party. Wow, my poo slid out easily. I've got a submarine and everything's coming out on a regular basis, which is really awesome. Now, the other one is if you need some air freshener. Uh, Obviously, the stuff that comes out is junk. It's called SHIT for a reason because you don't want it inside your body. You want it out. You want poo out. So it's the stuff that your body doesn't need anymore. It's the waste product of your body. And an interesting and very controversial thing to consider, uh, if you have a look at detoxing your body, uh, if, you, if you Google detox, if you have a look in, the funniest place is a, a, an American drugstore or supermarket. Uh, I've seen in some of the big uh, supermarkets I've, and drugstores, I've seen aisles, like both sides of the aisle, for as long as you can see, are products to help you poo. Uh, it's a big deal if you can't poo, obviously. So uh, how do we make sure that uh, <laughs> that we're, and I, I'm asking this very, very personally because uh, there's some products that you can buy to help you poo, but if you have, if you're regularly eating broom, so you're putting fiber into your body and you're drinking fluid, and if you've ever noticed, when you start jumping around, when you start running, when you start kicking, when you are active, you tend to poo more easily because obviously not only does it does your body become fit and strong and all of the systems work incredibly well including your, your digestive system but it seems that when you're moving around it shakes it all out which is great so uh because it's junk sometimes it smells and probably a good idea to keep the toilet area clean because that's obviously where there's germs going to be and that's the other reason why we strongly suggest that you wash your hands after you go to the bathroom because it's germs it's dirt it's junk and it's got to be gone so good to have something in your toilet that kills germs and you probably need something that kills smells 
And <laughs> uh, I was taught as a very young girl that wherever you go, you should leave a profit. So everywhere you go should be better because you were there, not worse because you were there. So one of those things uh, that's one of my little bugbears is public toilets. I'm, I'm always really nervous about going to a public toilet because often they smell bad and there's stuff in the toilet and there's paper on the floor and they're just some dirty... I've, I've seen some of the most filthiest places in the world and they're usually toilets. And I'm sharing that with you because, yes, it's a dirty place, so it's a good idea to keep it clean. Uh, and if we can teach our kids that, that would be awesome. And... But what a, this is going to sound crazy, but what a place of celebration. If you are regularly pooing one or two times a day, poo sliding out easily, uh, you've got a really healthy body. It's a great example. It's a great test for whether or not your body's working well. If you are doing long, clear weeds, it's a great test to show that your body's flushing itself out. Uh, the, the whole detox process is this, as I shared, big long lines of supermarket shelves filled with products to help you detox your body. But ultimately, is it possible that the human body can detox, get rid of toxins itself? If we're fully hydrated and we're flushing our system out on a regular basis, long clear wheeze, if, we are, if we're eating broom, so we're eating fiber and we're getting rid of our junk out of our body and we're doing poos once or twice a day that slide out easily, is it possible that we're detoxed? Uh, and you could spend much dollars on products to help you poo and to help you detox. Uh, but could it be a suggestion perhaps to start with, instead of going to the chemical side first or the drug side or the pill side or the potion side, how about drink more water till you've got clear wheeze, drink more water till you've got clear wheeze and eat some stuff that's got fiber in it, eat some real food uh, and then perhaps we could poo more often. So is it important to wee? <laughs> is it important to poo? Uh, one of the really fun things about the world we live in is we seem not to want to talk about it. We don't want to talk about toilets. We seem Somebody said to me just recently they had to go and buy a toilet for their house and what a cool thing to do. What kind of toilet do you want to have in your new house? That uh, They were sitting on the toilet in the shop to check out which toilet they would like to buy for their new house. And it's kind of, well, I'm, it's, I'm sitting on the, on the toilet and everybody can see me. It's how awkward, how uncomfortable. But everybody has a toilet. Some houses have got three or four or five toilets. Everywhere you go at a shopping center or an office building or a school, the toilets are a really important part of the uh, infrastructure of the building because everybody has to pee and everybody has to poo. So if you're going to help people to pee effectively and poo effectively as an exercise coach, would it be a really good idea to A, find out what the current peeing situation is, what's the current pooing situation, and if it's not brilliant, because wouldn't we all love to be brilliant peers and pooers, could it be a really good idea to get some more of this stuff in? Now, not, not everybody likes to drink water, I get that. But isn't it interesting that uh, there's a lots of different ways to get water? So you can get it in a bottle, in a tap, but from a out of a filtration system. There's a lot of argument about what kind of water you should drink. I don't want to get into that argument either. I just think uh, whether it's two liters or eight glasses, or you've got long clear wheeze, whatever whatever makes sure that you've got long clear wheeze. And whatever size body you've got, as long as you've got long, clear wheeze, and that's why I love that as a, as a test for your hydration. But is it possible that if you've got 
the right amount of fluid going into your body that you'll have more energy simply because your brain cells are hydrated and your muscle cells and every other cell in your body is hydrated? Is it possible that pooing on a regular basis means that the junk's coming out of your body, so you're getting the toxins out, the junk out, the SHIT out, gone, flush it down the toilet, and it means that you have a body that can function more effectively because it's got water flowing through it, it's got fiber going into it to sweep out the SHIT. So do we have a responsibility as exercise professionals to ask people about their peeing and pooing habits? I think yes. Uh, would it be really important for our kids to not feel uncomfortable about poos and pees? I've, uh, in my career path of many, many years, I've literally had women who just don't want to talk to me about their peeing and their pooing. They're just really embarrassed. I've had women who shared with me that uh, they don't want to fart. How, Robbie, how can I stop farting? Because I don't want to do that. It's, it's just not nice. And I'll, this is another very funny thing. If I could redesign the human body, if I was had anything to do with the, with the design of it, uh, I would take that process out. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like dirty toilets and I don't like the, the concept of pooing and peeing because it's just, you know, it's the junk coming out. But... I didn't get to design the human body. I just get to appreciate how effectively it works. And you've got to appreciate it, don't you? You eat food. Your body takes what it needs. It hydrates and puts the water where it needs to go. And the rest of it flushes out and gets rid of all the junk on the way. Uh, we eat food and we collect all the rubbish along the way. And then we do a poo in the toilet and we flush it away. Like it's technically a very special, effective system that the human body, when it's in peak physical condition and when we're healthy, fit and strong, that all works really well. So are you peeing on a regular basis? Do you have long, clear wheeze? And are you pooing on a regular basis? And ultimately that just comes from eating real food. If you eat fruit and vegetables with the, the skin on, if you eat whole grains that have still got the skin on, yeah, you might fart a bit more, but guess what? You'll poo as well and you'll be getting the junk out of your body. So Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. Drink more water till you've got clear wheeze. And eat more real food until you poo. Eat more real food so you poo. Eat more real food so you poo. <laughs> Peas and poos. May they be coming out easily and regularly. Woohoo!